everybody should definitely come to Baltimore. We had to find a different way to put our passion to work. If you love your job and love what you do, every day goes on as you want it. I think how we look at art can be world-changing. All of these businesses are taking precautions to make sure that everyone is safe. We're ready. Masks, distancing, and frequent cleaning are just the beginning. Learn more at Baltimore.org. You're listening to episode four of The Reality Is, where filtering becomes extinct with your host, Anthony Roberts, and co-host Christian Evans. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how do you feel about a woman approaching you? Um, Is it a turnoff for a woman to make the first move? Does it make it easier since you would know there is an attraction And is this okay? Only if she's attractive. On this episode, we're going to pick up where the women are giving their perspectives on them approaching a man and some of their personal experiences. I think you're really hot, so I think we should totally go out. That's just not, I can't do that. Well, not like random, but like if you like somebody's giving you the eye and you're like, hey, but then they're like, well, is she with them? Was this in D.C. that you did this? Or when, you know, and the reason I'm asking is because you know it's different for different like states and regions. So, okay. like, was it more so one of those things that you did when you were like in Atlanta, DC, or? It was actually a New York thing. So, Man, like, I can see that. So uh, yeah, yeah. Anything goes in New York. Would how would you feel about it? I mean, I'm sure. So I get approached by women all the time. That's what I was about to say. I'm sure you have, man. You know, uh, (laughs) when I had hair back in 2010, (laughs) it was like everywhere I went, bro, I was getting approached by women. And uh, I mean, (laughs) I'm joking, by the way. I did get approached by a few. Uh, I have gotten approached by a few. Usually, if you get approached by a woman, it's like. Through a mutual friend, she'll she'll say, "Oh, Christian's cute," or "Christian's really funny," or "He seems nice." Hey, you know, shoot him my number. Every once in a while, you'll be out at a bar or wherever, and a woman will come up and spark conversation. But more often than not, that's not the woman you necessarily want to talk to. I think, uh, you know, we talked about it earlier this week, and a certain level of attraction, yeah, kind of has to be there for you to entertain it. But as far as looking down on it. Like, oh, I'm not going to like this girl because she approached me. I mean, I think any guy is flattered if they get approached by. But what if she approaches you like in a respectful way? Like maybe she spotted you from, you know, across the room. And she's not very attractive. No, she has to be attractive. No, I'm saying I'm flattered. I I don't mind it. Well, even if she's not attractive, nobody has to tell you that, you know. You mean what if she's like overpowering and like, hey, what's up? No, what if she's just like... Let me like, holler at you like dudes in Dallas do. No. They're very pushy. No, I mean, just like if she just approaches you at the bar and she's like, you know, normally when I've been approached by a female, it actually starts with innocent conversation. It starts out where it's kind of like, what are you drinking or how's your day going? And to me, I'm kind of like, that. it doesn't mean they want you to actually, you know, get at them, but, you know, they wouldn't speak, I feel, if it, you know, if they didn't feel or sense some type of comfort or... You know, maybe they're attracted, or maybe they're just bored and mm-hmm. want to talk to somebody. I don't know. Yeah, but the, I or mean, they saw the dreads. You know, you crazy. <laughs> Bring that up. I like got hair envy. <laughs> <laughs> no, so in my experience, usually the females that are more willing to approach are a little bit older. Um, I think it just is what it is. They don't really care. They kind of know what they want. If they see you, they like you then they don't have any problem coming up and approaching you. And usually it is like, oh, I want to get at you. They're not trying to pull any punches. That's yeah. just the experience I've had. Well, um, I would say the women who have approached me, they were older. And honestly, they were white. Yeah. I mean, 
But so, what is, what does that approach? <laughs> what does that approach look like? So when you okay, so I, I just want to make sure we're all talking about the well, same I was thing. Approached, so approach. I mean, I was approached um, the Thursday, and basically, I was just sitting in Starbucks on my laptop having some coffee, and it literally it she the lady sneezed, and I was like, "Bless you." I got up to go get my coffee. When I came back, I saw her look at me, which I was like, okay. I had my work uniform on, you know what I'm saying? I was, she probably was like, you know, a man in uniform, whatever. What's that What's that uniform talking about? It's just like a little. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know. Oh. What kind of uniform? Oh, uh, man. It was just oh, like some, you know. Speaking of approaching just, men. <laughs> you know, just like some khakis and a button-down shirt, you know, tucked in. But, you know, with some, it, it wasn't nothing, you know, whatever. It was looking handsome, I'm yeah. sure. It was just, you know, chilled. And, like, I was walking back and, like, she was sitting like right in front of me, but turned. We were both facing this way, and like she kind of looked over her shoulder, like she wanted to turn around, and then like nah. Then she did it again, and I looked at her, and she was like, "Do you work out? Are you a personal trainer?" And I'm like, "Am I, I almost cussed?" I was about to say, you know, but I was like, "No, I, I'm not a personal trainer." And she's like, "Do you play football?" And I was like, "No, I used to." That was like years ago. So to me, it was like, I mean, apparently you're attracted to the physique, so might as well start talking. So I mean, it just kind of started like that. Yeah, actually, me and Anthony were out for happy oh, hour yeah. one one Friday. We're just sitting there chilling, minding our business. And similarly, these there was two females at the other side of the bar. They were older. I mean, they, were, they were they were probably like in their mid thirties. No, one probably was like forty, and the other one was oh, probably yeah, like true. yeah, because it was like a yeah. A there were two white females, and they got <laughs> the 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 bartender the the server to do their dirty work and come and approach us. And they the first question they asked us. Was, do you guys play football? Because it was in the Bishop Arts area. I mean, at the restaurant we were at, there wasn't any other black folks. And, you know, he's got some broad shoulders and dreads, and I'm, I'm a pretty big guy too. And we both did play football in our former lives, but yeah. then that was like their way of trying to pick us up because they had been, like you said, giving us the eye all day. Yep. And it was very flattering. Very flattering. Yeah. Actual attractive women. So, I mean, it's always, like I said, it's always attractive I mean, you know, flattering when somebody says, hey, you know, they think you're attractive. You know, I mean, back in the day, I mean, when I first moved here, I had never had it happen to me before. But I even had gay guys be like, man, you're very attractive. And it kind of threw me for a while. But then somebody was like, you know what? If a gay guy tells you that you're attractive, then damn it, you're attractive. And I was like, you know what? Chalk it up. So now when they say it, you know. I know you probably would be awkward with it, but, you know. I mean, I'm I did it. I'm not even going to dive into that. Well, I mean, you can, man. I mean, like, I know, okay, last week it was a guy. I'm friends. You know, I have some friends that are gay, and they, they're on Facebook. And so one guy hit me up out of the blue as a friend request, and I'm like, okay, I don't know him, but promoting the show, I try to do that as much as I can. And, you know, I was like, okay, I'll accept it. You know, he looked gay to me, but whatever. What does that mean? I know you was going to say that. Did but he have arched eyebrows? He did. Stop hating on the eyebrows, Christian. I'm just, what I'm saying is, like, Puerto Ricans. Well, for, for, one, for, for one, you know, <laughs> you can see everybody's friends. So it's like he had, I mean, everybody that I knew that was gay, I pretty much know them through a certain crowd. So he knew all of them. So I just assumed oh, okay. that maybe, you know, so he like, rose. What does gay look like? Yeah. I don't really know it. Yeah, it's I not. I mean, because gay could be, gay could look like me. It could look, look like, like anybody. It did in 93. True. You know? So, you know, he waited, like, months before he actually reached out. And then he reached out last week, and he was like, hey, how you doing? I was like, I'm good, bro. He like, that's – if it's social media or whatever, if I'm uh, texting or responding, I always just say, bro, what if I think they're gay. What do you do if a gay guy approaches you, like, in a public? I've, I'm going to give you that one, too. But I always start out with bro. But when it's in person, <laughs> it's more like, what's up, bro? Like, a firm handshake and as much bass in my voice as I can have. I like that, though. So, I know, but, I mean, it's, I can't be like, uh, what's good, bro? <laughs> 
I'm so, just saying that's not your voice. Nah, you know. But the dude, you know, he reached out and I was like, you know, I'm I'm doing good. He was like, you doing all right today? I was like, I'm doing good. I was like, how you doing? He's like, oh, I'm doing wonderful, handsome. And when he said that, I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. That just throws you off a it, little bit. It threw me off. And I literally like, it, yeah. Right? I mean, but I had to respond quick because I was like, you know, if I respond too fast, then, you know, and if I don't do it, he's going to be like, what is response? it? My response was, hey, bro, I don't think this is appropriate for this conversation. <laughs> And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, no, I'm not gay. You know, I was like, but, you know, he's like, oh, you're very handsome. I was like, I appreciate it. But, yeah. And he's but it's like, it's not like there's anything wrong with it. No. Like and he was, show. yeah, and he was cool. And, you know, he didn't keep trying or whatever. Now, the one I had in person, like, I went out. I was on a date one night. And oh, I went to. said handsome on the Instagram. Oh, and it was on, yeah. 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 So the situation where when I went out, we, I, you know, I was out on a date and I went to a party, uh, like a little magazine party, and I saw the guy like looking at me in the parking lot. And then when I got in, you know, the girl I was on a date with, she was off to the side and I was getting us drinks. So, you know, when you're kind of coming in line together, you're kind of like, you go first. So he went first and, you know, then he was there and he's like, oh, you go ahead and go, you know, you're getting two drinks. And I was like, yeah. So he let me go. And he was like, so you work out? And I was like, yeah, you know, I work out. And the, the magazine party I was at, it was about like male models and whatever. So... He touched me on my chest, man. Wow. Oh, that invaded a personal space? Yeah. Wow. And like when I squeezed his hand with as much kung fu grip power that I could do, and I was like, bro. Did he touch you like this? Like no, this? he touched me on my breast, like bro. That. And I grabbed his hand as tight. <laughs> well, I grabbed his hand so tight, man. But, was you it know, a soft grab or a firm grab? It was soft, man. It was dainty. <laughs> dainty grab. So, you know. Oh, my God. But, uh. <laughs> we got it. We got it squared away, you know, you know, real quick. How but much I, does attraction matter for you, man? When you, if a woman's approaching you, will you give her the time? Will you give your number to an unattractive woman? You, you ever seen that meal commercial? <laughs> it changes everything. Uh, well, yeah. So for me, I mean, she I put it like this. I, I'm not. I don't have like a category of what attraction is. I'll put it like that. Meaning, you kind of know it when you see it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. It's like if you see them and you feel a certain. I mean, because I've saw seen girls that are like more petite, they're very you know attractive. I've seen plus size women, and I'm like, damn, she carries herself very well. You know, so it really just it just depends. And then sometimes it's about it's really just about the pro, the approach and the conversation. Because a lot of I mean today conversation is a lost art. It is a lost People art. don't know how to talk. Woo. They either talk too much about themselves or about stuff that doesn't matter. Say that one more time. They either talk about themselves <laughs> or, or stuff that doesn't matter. I was about to, like, inhale real hard like a Baptist preacher, but, you know, I'm a little under the weather, so I can't do that. <laughs> how, about, how about the ladies? How do y'all feel when y'all get approached by guys? How can guys be most successful when approaching you? And uh, how much does attraction matter when, it, you know, if he's a nice guy like we talked about earlier? Oh, I got a funny story. So, a while ago, I was in California at a party with my girlfriends, and, like, we were in a huge group, and this really big, goofy guy was like, um, hey, what's up? You want to dance? I was, like, looking at him like he was crazy, because he was clearly, like, a little bit turt, and I was not to the level of turn up or as he was. And I was like, oh, I'm cool. But it was Halloween. And so, like, everybody had on costumes or outfits and stuff of that nature. And he had um, his whole crew uh, dressed like dead press, which was cool, except they had F cancer shirts on, which was really, really awesome. 
So um, I was like, what was it? What was on the shirt? It was fight, unite, cure cancer. Yeah. Oh, I was like, that ain't something I would go for. Oh, Oh, no, no, no. But like. I got you. Okay, fight, unite. You caught me off guard. Sorry. Excuse my ignorance. So, um. So I was like, okay. So like, sm- like a real conversation actually happened on the the dance floor, and I wasn't expecting that. So like, he went all the way in. He was like, so where are you from? And like, da da da. But like, we were in a group, so that was cool. Which led to like us going and hanging out like the following day because I was only in town for like a small period of time. And now it's like almost two years later, and we're still friends. So I mean, like that was a random person that I didn't know who just happened to be like a part and of the crew. You got to know him, and I got to know him. That's what's up. So. I know people approaching you, Liz, and and, and Jacelyn. No, actually not. What? I, I never get hit on. You know what they probably intimidated by? Your height. Your height? Yeah. And then you're How thick. You? Well, and six feet. And, dude, yeah. and dudes are scared of that. And I ain't mad. <laughs> when I go out, too, I go out with my girlfriends, and we don't look like we don't look like, hey, come approach us. Mean girls. You know, no, but we're not mean girls. We're just, I'm out to be with my friends, so I don't really put out that vibe. That vibe. Now, if I'm sitting at a bar with, like, one girlfriend or, yeah. or just by myself, different. that's different. But, like, I really, truly don't get hit on that much. When I do, it's not by guys that I would want to talk to. Want to talk to. And, yeah. it's, I mean, I know immediately. Like, I see you, and it's either, like, yes or no. Like, yeah. You don't even have to. So what your do mouth. you? So what do you look at when you see a guy? And this is going to happen later on, so we might as well just jump to the. You know. So when you see a guy, like, what do you see, like, outside of his face? Because I know with women, sometimes women, as you said, Jacelyn, you guys are not just all about the facial physique. But what? So if he hasn't said a word and he walks in a room, I mean, you have to have something that you look at and you're like, I like. It's the confidence, the way they walk, the way they you carry know, themselves, the way they open up a conversation. If they do come and talk to you, not like, hey, uh. You're tall. I mean, <laughs> thanks. You know, like, if you say something really smart. What if he says, you're a tall drink of water and I'm thirsty? Yeah, no, that's not going to fly with me. But, like, if you can open up the conversation Stupid. like an adult and someone I want to talk to, then yeah. we yeah. can go from there. You know, but he doesn't ha- – I'm not saying he has to be, like, the most attractive person in the world. But if he's carrying himself in a yeah. manner that makes him attractive, he's got a better chance. So what's the best way? I mean, I guess I ask Jacelyn, if somebody's coming to you, what is the best way? Like, how? what does a guy need to say? I mean, give them some pointers. Because a lot of guys, I mean, they really don't know anything. A lot, literally, a lot of guys are watching movies and they're seeing how stuff happens and they're literally trying to use this stuff. They're right. reading books. Right. You know, like for me, I don't, I just, I don't know, I just approach. Like for me, it's like if I saw her, I'd be like, excuse me, you know, how you doing tonight? You would say whatever you say, and I'd be like, well, my name is Anthony. And if she's attracted or if she's engaged, she's going to give me her name because I'm not going to ask for it. Because, if I mean, if she gives me her name, that lets me know she's engaged. And then I just go from there, whether it's talking about the drink, if it, we're at a bar, if it's something on the TV. Ladies, man, on our hands. Well, I'm just saying you just have to – I think it's the approach because you see a lot of dudes. Like even if you see – like I see a lot of guys, they see a girl from a distance, they're like, hey. Uh, yeah, that's I, if me, I'm running to you. If, I, if it's a girl that I really like, I'm going to run to him. I'll run up to him and I'll be like, excuse me, I'm not trying to startle you, you know. Whatever I'll say whatever I have to say. And I also, within the first couple of lines, I'll be like, if you're in a relationship or married, excuse me. If you're not, I normally try to have a card. Here's a card. Hopefully I can catch up and we can talk soon. I would like to get to know you. That's. I mean, I think it's just straightforward is where it's going to get you. But I'm never going to holler out and say, hey. Yeah, I think that <clears throat> a lot of times men and women overthink this whole, this particular conversation. Like the approach is one thing, but what do you do after you have my phone number? And 
how consistent are you yeah. and <laughs> and are you did you lie about who you were when yeah. we met and Ooh. so now you're you, you taking it to church <laughs> <laughs> right so i think a lot of um i think a lot of women are just more interested in in having genuine interactions with men and the thing that frustrates us is you know you were nice when i met you and now um come to find out oh you're married or you were nice when I met you, but um, you're, you're aggressive flaky. or flaky. Yeah, and and it's like don't don't sell me this dream of oh I'm ready to settle down and yeah. I'm just trying to be all about you and then you're, you're never available true. and you're just terrible. So, so when I ask, right, I like to get women's perspective on this, especially older women, because older women like mom, older women, mm. they always have just a good perspective. And I asked, and they were like, just be yourself, right? That's what I hear. Just be yourself. Absolutely. But what if yourself isn't good enough? What if you're not a very engaging person? What if you're then not? You, then you find somebody who likes that because there's a woman on the planet right. who likes just who you are. But if you, if you, I think a lot of guys, um, they put together this person that they want to be. But eventually, I'm going to find out that, th- that that's not who you are, and so I'm 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 either forced to either try to like who you are now, or I'm mad that you you know lied about who you were. So just find the person that likes who you are. Don't give it to me with a filter. I want it unfiltered, like I want because it takes away your opportunity to discern how you really truly feel about a person if they're like you said being fake or not untruthful or like. There's nothing wrong with you. Like, be comfortable in your skin. And I think a lot of times before people even get into any type of relationships, they don't know themselves. And before you can even make those types of steps, you need to understand who you are and what you want. And then you can proceed. I think a lot of it, too, is when you first approach women, typically there's drinks involved. It's usually at a bar or a restaurant. You're out, you know, feeling maybe a little bit more confident than you might normally if you are just walking down the street. A little liquid courage. Yeah, a little liquid courage. But, you know, the thing is, too, is like, okay, well, then if you have that confidence when you've got alcohol, like, you need to continue that confidence then. And, like, it might be hard and it might be a struggle for you, but you're going to have to do that because you introduced yourself as a certain person to me. Right. You need to act that way. Right. So, so you say confidence, right? Women love confidence. And I think just people in general are attracted to people that have a lot of confidence. But at what point does confidence turn to cocky and it's a turnoff, and you're put off by the guy. Because recently I had a friend tell me that when they first met me, I was cocky. I mean, I was 21 years or 20 years old at the time. But I was a cocky guy, and I never felt like I was cocky because I'm like, I, ain't, I'm not, I don't have anything to be cocky about. So where, where, is, the, where is the line between confidence and cocky? I also feel like that has to do with the personality trait of you being an Aries. I'm an Aries as well. And so we just come off slightly like a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more brazen. We, I mean, like we're very confident and sure of ourselves, not in a bad way, but sometimes people aren't as receptive. You might you might be seen too forward. Yeah. or And it's like it's not that you're trying to be brazen. It's just like that's who you are. So, um, and if that person, it goes back to what we were saying earlier, if they don't understand that's like how you are, then maybe that's not the person you should be hanging out with. So transitioning from Nick, because, I mean, all of this kind of goes together, but, like, with so do ladies with ambition, like ladies who are ambitious in their career, the wholesome woman, the woman who's more assertive in what she wants, do you feel like they do finish last in the aspect of, like, finding a mate? Um, I don't know if any of y'all are in relationships or dating or whatever, but it's basically just – 
your own perspective on like if you are single, do you feel like it's because of the lack of confidence of a man or because you are goal oriented or you're I mean, you all seem uh, successful on your own. So do you feel like that is maybe a situation that causes a conflict in the dating in the dating game between, you know, men and women? I've seen it both ways. Um, all of my all of my female friends are are very ambitious. Um, a lot of them are, you know, in relationships, and and the the man that they're with likes you know the ambition in them. I think you have to um, be true to whatever your goals in life are, and everything will fall in line you know accordingly. But if if you're about your career and you're not making time for love or or a family or whatever that is, then that's what you're going to get. Um, but I don't, I don't know that it, it's a finish last kind of thing. I, for myself, <clears throat> I did move a lot when I was first starting my career, and um, there were a, a couple of guys that I thought about later in life, and I thought, hmm, I just threw that guy away. And it wasn't because I was, it wasn't because I didn't like that guy, or um, you know, was so head over heels about my career that I. I delayed being in a relationship i just thought that you know oh, i'm young enough that i'll find another one of him mm-hmm. and so um i think sometimes yeah, yeah and that's it, difficult but yes that's, but that's true. yeah no i i can i can agree and echo that like i mean like being in your 30s it's like a whole different ball game so some people are like are you 30 are you 31 or like dang I mean, we still look like we like 16. However, mm. reality is reality. So, <laughs> no, I agree. That's my agreement. Don't get drop kicked in this radio studio. <laughs> no, but in terms of like for me personally, I've always been career oriented. Like, and with me, I've even had to live abroad. Like, I've lived in South Africa. I've lived in Europe for a certain sense of time. So it's like if you're in a relationship and you move halfway around the country and it's not, like, military-based, it's, like, something that you're pursuing your passion, yeah, then yeah. it's, like, that become for me, that was a problem, and it caused me to, like, break up with that particular person. But my whole thing is if you're going to be in a relationship, that person should know you well enough. It's a partnership. Yeah. And you should both want to invest in whatever that person's passion pursuit is. And sometimes you have to, like, make a sacrifice it's not like oh i should have would have could have kind of thing because you got to live life but i think the older and more mature i get it's like how you prioritize things um so now like i was talking to christian about this yesterday i had the this bombshell dropped on me and christmas mother was like so if you're not going to be in a serious relationship anytime soon you should freeze your eggs pause (laughs) <laughs> like, like that really happened. Um, uh, but it's just like, so I was like, that's not on my radar. Like you said, like my career, like there's certain goals that you want to keep. Like you want to have, I think somebody told the story last week of someone being in a relationship for like 10 years or something like that. And then yeah. the guy had everything in order yeah. and then he proposed. So like I have personal goals. So like. I don't want to necessarily be married until it might be a financial goal, it might be a career goal. It doesn't, but if you meet somebody along the way, don't pass up the opportunity to invest in them and build with them. Like, just don't lose out on that that chance. So now I'm more. That's a good, some good knowledge. More open to like, you know what? Let me not blow you off and be like, well, I mean, I'm about to go to Europe. Like, no, you actually have to take a step back and not, for me, it's not necessarily about being selfish because if you want to, relationships about compromise, like, you just. I'm now more willing to, like, put in the extra effort. So that's what's changed as getting a little bit wiser. And I'm the opposite. I think, like, as my career is progressing and I'm at a point where I'm truly happy with my career and it's on the up and up, like, I tell people right off the bat, like, I don't have a lot of free time, so don't waste 
the time mm. that I do give you. Oh, that's fair. You know, so if you choose to try to date me and pursue something, that's great. But you need to know that right now in my life, my career comes first, myself comes first, my family, my friends. And that doesn't mean that I'm not open to love and to changing that priority. But getting in the door is going to be a little bit tougher because when I was younger, I allowed people in so much easier than yeah. I do now that like my career suffered my friendship suffered because I was like at a point where you know I like I wanted to be with somebody I really wanted to get married and I could have been married and had that life but now that I have a taste of the life that I'm living now it's just going to take a little bit more to get in and I, I mean I don't think that's anything wrong with that it kind of weeds out the the ruckus and the fake yeah the people who really want to be there exactly be there. Yeah. yeah so I mean I don't think that's a bad a bad way to look at it I, Okay. This question came about because I was talking to one of my good friends, and she's very professional, very career-driven, very ambitious, and, and she's a very pretty girl. And I was like, oh, man, you have the pick of the litter. I'm sure uh, I'm sure you can get any guy you want. And she was like, you know, the pretty girls, you know, get the guy they want. She was like, that's so 90s. And I was like, well, I mean, Halle Berry <laughs> in the 90s was killing since 2000. She ain't killing like she used to, so that's true. It's barren. But uh, uh, <laughs> but on, on another level, it was like, I, you know, I talked to her a little bit more in depth, and I'm not so sure it's, so, it's her ambition. I think ambition in a woman, it can be tough for a guy that's also ambitious because then it kind of becomes not maybe overtly, but it's a competition, right? Because, yeah. like, a competitive guy just by nature does not want his woman to be like to have a better career or you know him be the lower earner or whatever and I think that has a lot to do with it because a woman that is ambitious wants an ambitious man mm-hmm. um, usually ambitious women are not trying to you know date a guy that really doesn't have much going on that's just the nature of the beast you kind of want to be equally yoked with, with whoever yeah um, so doing that I think a lot of women make these like lists of things they want and a guy, which is fair, right? You gotta have at least a foundation of who you are, you know, what what it takes to get in the door. But sometimes, not like not everybody's gonna have, you know, six pack abs. Lord knows I don't anymore. Um, we got injuries. Um, you keep wearing out and, this uh, knee injury. Uh, get your ass or, to the or, gym. You know, or like you know, the six figure job. Yeah. Or, you know, a home, whatever it is that, you know, a woman's list is. But who, who are these women with these lists? Like, I think they, most women at least have yeah, something most women that they have look some for. Kind of quality. But, I mean, no, before no. the show, we were talking, and I was talking about oh. a guy with a disability, and you were like, I would date him, but does he got money? Is he good looking? Is he this? No, is he no, that? No, no, so that's the, I mean, that's the list. Don't take it out of context. You're taking her comments out of context. That was a list, though. That was a list. That was a list. No, no, no. What do you mean, though? Flag on the play. Flag on the play. You said when I date a guy with no hands and then stop the sentence. You And I gave you some, let's let's talk about him. What does this guy look like? What's he doing for himself? That kind of thing. I think that's fair. Any Anybody, if you put something extreme in front of them, they want to know what that whole picture looks like. Now, I think men have lists just like women do. And it's, yeah. it's so unfair that people are always saying, oh, women have these lists. Well, who doesn't have standards? Who doesn't have things that they like? Who doesn't have things you're immediately attracted to? Everybody in this room has some kind of quote-unquote list, right? Yeah. But I think that there are women and men who have unrealistic um, that is the things key. that they're looking for. Yeah. And when, you, when you've been around the tree a little bit, you realize that that stuff doesn't really matter. It's how do you treat me? Do you, do you support me? Um, can you cook? 
or do you eat McDonald's every day, which is disgusting. So you want a man to cook now. No. This is the new life. I, I said everybody ago, in this room. <laughs> I said everybody in this room. Well, but I can cook, though, so that's all. Yeah, he can. See how people do? See how people do? Nobody worry about your list. But I'm just saying, I think it's, it's more about um, some of the, the non-tangible things. You know, your salary is cool, but unless you're paying my bills right now, I don't care what you make. Yeah. But I do want you to have some sort of gainfully employed type yeah. situation because yeah. I don't want to because I'm not paying for our dates. But, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, you're 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 getting better at figuring out who you are, and so you should be better at figuring out what the person that you want to be with looks like. Yeah. Shout out to Jermaine Rollins and the cooking game. You want to know somebody who can cook? Jermaine Rollins. California. What part of California is he in? He's in L.A. I'm sure he'll get a kick out of this, but he's yeah, in yeah. L.A. Uh, yeah, Cooking in the, uh, every woman's heart. Shout down out to there. Cur- shout yeah. out to Curly Floyd. Shout out to Curly Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, I guess I'll roll into the next one. Well, actually, let's get some music and uh, we'll kind of come back together. Um, you're listening to the reality is where filtering becomes extinct with Anthony Roberts, co-host Christian Evans, Gary Green. I know a lot of people have been asking about Gary. Gary, Gary, the philosophical, theological Everybody man. loves Gary. I'm Every, like, God, yeah, I mean, like me and Anthony are on the show, too. Yeah. I'm Can so we sad get he's some not love? here today, though. I'm so sad. I wanted to meet him in person. Oh, yeah. He'll be here next week. Um, maybe you can send an audio or something, and okay. and we'll have Gary respond to it with all his big words. <laughs> I'm sure he carries a, a thesaurus or a dictionary on his phone. <laughs> Shout out, Gary, man. We miss you up in here. <laughs> oh my goodness I was trying to catch it no, it's all good so again you're listening to the reality is here at UTA radio and a lot of people are asking about how to download or how to listen to the show so whatever uh, phone device you have or iPad or whatever just go to the applications tab put in iHeartRadio once you download iHeartRadio you'll put in UTA R and utaradio.com should pop up and you can go ahead and start listening instantly. If you can't catch the show today, you can also look uh, look at a, look us up and uh, watch the shows or read some of the storylines we have at therealityis.com. If you have any questions or any audio that you want to send in in reference to our topics or any topic ideas you want us to, to answer, you can hit us up at uh, info at therealityis.com. Again, that's info at therealityis.com. Go with an A. Yeah, T-H-A, realityis.com. Thank you. No, we got to be urban. Yeah, we have to. Well, you know, actually, the real story behind it, because I know people are probably thinking that, but it actually, when I went to get the website, like, T-H-E was already gone, and I was just like, you know what? I'll slang with it. Slang with it. Who are you? The hype man, Diddy? Man, please. Child, please. Slang with it. So, what we're going to talk about now um, and I created this uh, topic. It's I've heard people ask me about it before, but would you date someone who is married or separated? Oh, but separated. But but separated. Married but separated. I'll, uh, you want to you want to okay. Well, I'll throw my I'll go ahead and throw myself on the line. Um, I've actually dated or it wasn't. I mean. You know, for the say what it was, man. What was it? You were kicking it with, yeah, fornicating with. Ah, fornication. Oh Lord, Californication. Yes, great album. You know, so uh, (laughs) red hot chili pepper. So, um, lamb, lamb. You know, lamb. My stuff out there. I mean, everybody's made mistakes. Um, I met I met a woman one time when I was we worked together, and I actually think honestly, man, I feel like she um, 
targeted me. And the reason I say that, you know, we were ha- having general conversation at lunch and everybody was like, you know, they have kids and all of this. And it was like, do you have kids? And I was like, no, I don't have any kids. And it was like, well, would you date a woman with kids? And I was like, hell no. Would I you wouldn't. call that sexual profiling? It was some. It was something. <laughs> I think that they, they, I, I just feel like I was being set up because as I said that I was like real adamant about never dating a woman with kids. And I think she was like, well, I'm, I'm going to change his mind. So literally the next day I was sitting outside of the uh, training room and she came in like this is a, a couple years back. You remember the like when you got that booty and the breasts and you were the women wore the wrap skirts and tied in the middle and the breast part is open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had the breasts and the, the caboose. So at work. Yeah, man. That's what Chuck what? was talking about. It ain't professional. Where were you working? Where that was allowed? Yeah, I was working at Nissan. It was like oh, a call okay. center. Yeah. Okay. So she basically, um, you know, she wore that, and I mean, you know, it was. I paid attention, but I still didn't, you know, bite the apple. Thirst trapping. You know what'd you say? Thirst trapping. Yeah, I felt like I was trapped, and I, yeah. Um, so. <laughs> so basically I got caught up and um uh we had a I basically had a party and I when I threw the party I you know I met her she came out that night I invited her to come out I honestly thought it would have been with her significant other because I invited both of them but she came along and I was actually dating somebody at the time and um you know I got a little bit too drunk I guess you could say and you know my ride left so she volunteered a ride so when she volunteered the ride you know she took me to the house, and and I even even flags on the play in your story. Repeat first down. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. A girl who knows that. <laughs> so basically, you know, when she um when she took me home, you know what I'm saying? It was one of those things where you're like you're drunk and you're getting out of your clothes, and I, you know I'm inebriated. She came, she came inside, and I'm you know. But I, you invited her though. No, no I, I was drunk. She like, I, she had to use the restroom. I don't Did remember. I, I literally was drunk. She... Now that this has happened several times, and it always the situation didn't always end out that way with other females. That's why I say I feel like she had an agenda, okay. because you know I went in and I was getting out of my clothes. She was there, and it was basically one of those things to where she initiated it, and it happened. And it was kind of like we were talking during the break. I knew it was wrong, and I was like, man, this you know this is definitely wrong. But I've already done it once. I liked it. So why not do it again? I don't know if that logic is. Oh, it, it wasn't. Mean, at the end of the day, like it. at the end of the day, it wasn't even about <laughs> logic, bro. I just wanted to do I liked it. it. But what happened to the girl that you were dating, though? Well, she. Ended what up, happened was. Well, no, it, it's not even no. I'm a, I'm I'm a straight shooter. If you don't know, if anybody knows me, basically she you didn't like shooter. she didn't like the way that other girls was talking to me at the party. So she was pissed off about it. And she left. Well, I can't stop anybody from talking to me. You know, I can I can control what it's I say. Party. I can control what I say. But it was my birthday get together. So, you know, I can't help it if girls bought things. And, you know, one thing I've learned over the last five years is at my birthday parties, I always figure out that it's somebody that likes me a little bit more than they say they do. So, they you give know, you, they give you a box with used underwear in it. Or like I had one girl bring what? some Victoria. I, I, now, I did have a girl literally buy me something from Victoria's Secrets one day and 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 she brought it to the party. And I was dating a girl at that time, too. And oh, it was kind of like, Lord. scandalous. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like your life. So so you said what? I, I feel like his life isn't right. My I mean, life, ain't my right. life ain't no, right. No, Anthony. See, <laughs> first of all, you made a you made a statement. You made a statement that you can't stop women from talking to you or whatever it was you just said. Mm-hmm. If if those women were your friends and you invited them and they knew you were in a relationship, then they were dead wrong. I was dating. 
It's a difference. What's the we difference? could get in that. We could get in that on another day. Is dating in, in a relationship? Story, the same? I mean, it's not the same thing. It's in this same story, thing. I was what dating. Was the difference? I was, what was the difference? If you were that into that girl, you could have stopped it. Well, I didn't want to. Right. That's this why, is why we you, don't have you, women on the but show. You, but you haven't, heard, but you haven't heard me deny anything. You know what I'm saying? I, when, like, when I messed with her, his I didn't say, "Oh, got poked out, y'all." His chest got poked out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I didn't deny nothing. She, well, you know, when I had sex with the married woman, it was wrong, and I knew it was wrong, and I still say it's wrong to this day. And I, you know, I eventually moved away from that, and it was tough, but I did that. But I'm not gonna lie, it was wrong, but it was a life and a life experience, and not to be funny. We talked about it last week. If you sin doing homosexuality, cussing, or having sex, I mean, you're sinning all the same. So the way I looked at it was I had already done it. And at that point in time, I was a little reckless. I was like, why not do it again? The thing that made me change my mind about doing it, honestly, was I can't let that part go out. But I'll say (laughs) what I'll say was she started to enjoy more than just the actual encounter. She started to enjoy more so of how I treated her, which was better than her significant other. And in my mindset, one day, I literally, she left, and she didn't want to leave. And I remember sitting on the couch, and I was just like, if somebody was doing this to my wife, I would go ham. And I was just like, you know what? I got to stop. I told her that. She still wanted the situation to continue, but I had to just go to a point to where I started dating somebody else, and she hated it. But I had to break that tie. And like I said, I was wrong the whole time I did it, but I had a conscience about everything I did. And it's just one day it was just like, you cannot continue to be this reckless with somebody else's life. And I had nothing to lose. She had everything to lose. I had nothing to lose. I don't think that's fair. Yeah. uh, I mean, I've had a, I won't say the same situation, but I had a situation when I was younger. Um, I mean, I was pretty, I was real young at the time. And an older woman um, that I knew, um, we were friends or whatever. I mean, it was a work environment as well. Um, we would, we started hanging out and I didn't know her relationship situation cause she, she didn't wear a ring or anything and never really talked. Nobody about. really wears I mean, a ring it's not anymore. My, it's not, I mean, it's not my necessarily job to ask. Um, it's really I just not assume either. like if you're going to approach me, if you're going to, hold on, wait, if, if you approach me, <laughs> if you approach me, I would think you have the integrity to not be in a, in a situation. So anyway, mind you, I'm 25. She was almost in her forties. So, um, I mean, we were we were cool. She was a very nice lady, uh, so we started talking, and it was. I mean, I, I won't say it was a setup, but um, it was an interracial situation, and I don't think she had ever been with the you know the, the alternative race. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I felt like she kind of had it in her mind that I was the guy that was going to do it. And similar to you, um, we started. To, I mean, we started as you know good friends. I would go out. I mean, she had kids. We, I would hang out with her kids. We, we we would hang out or whatever, and you know, it, because they were in the sports. They were in the sports, and I was I would help them with football. Messy. I would help them with football, and it it was totally platonic. That's the thing. Like, let's be adults about it. It was platonic. I didn't have anything. I didn't want anything to do with her romantically. I mean, she was an attractive woman. And then one day we were chilling, you know, having cocktails, and next thing I know, you know, one, you know, things happen. And then you know, we continued that relationship, and I. Like I said, I didn't know her relationship status. I was under the impression that she was single. So eventually um, somebody else I worked with kind of gave me a message, like, you know, uh, you know, she's married. And I was like, I don't believe that. So then I approached her about it, and she was like, no, 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 I'm separated. We're in the final stage of, stages of a divorce. And, you know, when you hear that, you're like, okay, I think 
if you hear somebody tell you they're in the final stages of a divorce while they're still married, I don't know. I think it's fair if it's true. I think at that point you could start dating them. I, I think that's fair, especially if you know them and their spouse have come to that agreement that the the the, the marriage is over. So, because you know, a lot of these divorces take a long time. I mean, two three years. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Um, so anyway. Come to find out that wasn't the case. She was not getting a divorce, and she was, I guess, quote-unquote, happily married. You know, they were they had a household together. And I was just thinking, like, at any point during that whole situation, this guy could have shown up, and my life would have been in danger because I just know me. If my wife was messing with some, you know, if, if we're, like, 40 and she's messing with some 25-year-old, I'm going to feel some kind of way about it, and God knows what I'm going to do when I when I see if I walk in on it. So um, I think, you know, if married but separated, like there has to be some type of actual act towards moving to literally ending the marriage. Because separated can last 10 years and then y'all are still married and you're, you're still, you know, you come back together. But if there's, you're actually in, in like moving to end the marriage and there's papers in, in play, then I think it's fair to start dating. That's just me. A good example of that is Al Sharpton. He's been, like, legally separated or separated from his wife forever, but he certainly has a PYT, pretty young thing, that he's been dating for years and takes her out in public and stuff like that. To me, that's still disrespectful. But he also has that tax situation, so maybe there's more to the story that we don't know. He has what situation? The tax situation. Tax? Yeah, he owes, like, money. But um, Why don't people pay their taxes? And why is always the black man? (laughs) Wesley Snipes, John Wiley Price. (laughs) Al Sharpton, Tony Braxton. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Pay your taxes? It's right. not a surprise. Yeah. Because maybe they're not, you, you know, know fiscally responsible. Somebody they need they need a coach. They get they get those hydro funds uh, down in the uh, no <laughs> um, over in Switzerland or something. I kind of disagree with you about the um, when is it okay to to date somebody who's married but separated. I think until you're divorced, you're you're just married. I mean, I, I get that they're legal. Um, differences between being married and separated and divorced but um while you're married to someone you you have every you have every reason to want to stay married it's 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 unless if you don't have any kids together and if you don't have any assets together then yes usually it's a little bit cleaner of a process but for two people who've come together they've built a life together they've been together for how many ever years um they have every reason to want to reconcile. And and to me, the longer you let it um, linger, it suggests that there's something that somebody is holding on to. So well, they don't want to pay. So, so here's the so thing. So I'm not getting here, here's, involved here's my, in here's my perspective. At all. So I agree with you. If it's just a separation, that's one thing. But take Khloe Kardashian and Lamar. Uh, what's his name? Lamar Odom. Yeah. She's been trying to get a divorce for a while. He won't sign the papers. She can't even find the guy. So is that right for her to put her life on hold? Because... This guy won't step up to the plate oh, and not, end the marriage. I'm not saying that anybody should put their life on hold, but if the question is, would Jacelyn date a guy who was married but separated? The answer is no way, because if, I don't want to be tangled up in that. What if he was in that situation, that. though? Like, he, I don't. I wouldn't even put myself. No, if if I asked him or if I knew that he was married in any kind of way, it doesn't matter what it is. Y'all live in two different countries. It doesn't matter. I'm not. How? How? What if she died? What about and she we didn't get, get to, to the sign point? The papers? What about if me and him get to the point where I want to marry him? I can't marry him because he's still married. So how, why would I even start a relationship that's not in my favor from the beginning? That doesn't. That doesn't have any logic to it to me. Yeah, because he, he, he can leave at any person. time. 
But I think it's okay. like going back, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So I get that. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think like marriage is marriage. Like till death do you part, through sickness and health, better for worse, richer for poor, et cetera, et cetera. So like like you said, if you're still married, there's still a chance. Like you can still always go back and you have to look at what you're investing. Why are you laughing? Anyway? I was looking at the next topic. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Okay. So, but I mean, the other, I would say like a similar situation. I didn't know the person was married. So I'm like, why are you trying to holler? And then I find out that you're married. That's just rude. Because again, you took away my choice. Like there was no, there was no discernment. There was no, I had no choice in that to even act, like to decide how I was going to proceed. Cause you took that right away from me, which was totally unfair. So I would never mess with somebody that was married if I knew that they were married. But how many people, like, in today's culture just stay together for the kids or stay together because the woman, like, or the man, that someone is financially dependent on that other person? Like, true. marriages today, I would say probably half are miserable, but they feel trapped in a situation. Or obligated in some kind of way. Yeah, like, whether it is financially or because of the kids or because there's something happening, you know, it's not always easy just to be like, we're getting divorced and it's happening tomorrow and... I hear you, but, like, you got to think about your personal health and happiness. And I, me personally, I can't live like that. And I don't believe in living a lie. So, like, and I know that not everybody has that same type of perspective. But it's just, like, if it's not working, then that's, that's even though you're trying to fight for it for the kids. But your kids can tell when you're unhealthy or they yeah. can tell when you're fighting. And is that the type of environment? If you're trying to, you want your kids to grow up in a loving home. If you want to show them what love is, yeah. then you're being hypocritical. So, and therefore, the, I, the divorce might be better because yeah. then you can show them, like, my parents are haven't been together since I was four, and they both married other people. And I have like amazing. I love my like my parents are my screensaver on my phone, and I'm one four of those Christmas th- presents. <laughs> yes, but that's <laughs> that's always nice. Yeah. No, no, but I'm just saying Jesus like Christ. it didn't work out between my parents, but like respectively, they they co-parented me, and yeah. like I and I'm I'm really blessed because some people's regular parents don't get along. But like my yeah. birthday last year, my my mom and my stepdad had my whole family over at Easter dinner, and my friends were like, "You always talk about how close they are." Your mother and stepmom were over there kikiing about your birthday party last night. I said that's real because my parents were college sweethearts. It, they they got together, it didn't work out. Now my mom's been married for 24 years to my stepfather, and my father's been married for almost 16 years to my stepmom, and they are with who they want to be with. So yeah. my perspective that on that is totally. Important different so it's like no it wasn't working out because I look at who my father is today and who my mother is today and they are both amazing people but them together oh work that does together. not yeah. work this, what they yeah. want out of life is totally different yeah. had they was, have stayed together then like uh, that would have been super dysfunctional yeah. but now I think it's great that I get to see that perspective and yeah. like so I come from a different that's just like my personal and that's what I mean that's the same thing I told the, la- the lady that I was um, involved with at that time I was like you know if you're not happy and you really want to continue to keep coming back. Now, you know, I'm I'm blunt. I was like, don't do do not get a divorce because of me. You Lord know, she had knows don't get a divorce. she had three kids, and I was like, I am not about that life at all. So I was like, if you want to do it and you're not happy, and the reason I said it too is because we're still friends to this day. And it was like she went somewhere else and she interacted with another guy. And I was like, this, okay, so it it was me. Now it's somebody else. You really have to reevaluate this situation and decide if this is where you want to be because you cannot be happy if it's becoming a reoccurring thing everywhere you go. You're starting to interact with people. You're starting to sexually, you know, being sexually involved with these people. Like you cannot. It's not healthy for you. It's not. And not to be funny, everybody's not going to be a nonchalant dude who doesn't care about things like me. You know, you're going to meet a dude who's going to be like, I want you. 
You need to leave them. And they ain't making dudes like they used to. Like, dudes are putting stuff on Facebook and Instagram and calling your house and showing up. They, you know, it's a different cloth today. You know, it's just they, they ain't cut from the same. So, so I would just, you know. But, hey, you know, it was a, uh, it, I, it was a lesson learned. If I could, if I could, if somebody, if I could, if somebody said, would you go back and not do that? I, I, I probably wouldn't. I probably would do it over again. I mean, that's just me being honest. Well, yeah, I, but now you have this perspective. Yeah, now so I have this. Exactly. It, so, so but I, you know, some people are like, oh, I regret, I don't regret it. I enjoyed every bit of it while I was doing it. Oh. Oh, I mean, well. I got to be honest, man. My situation, when I found out she was like really married, I just couldn't, I could not continue. For one, I was like, my life is in danger. Because he could kill me if he found out. You may kill him. Well, I'm just. I, you well, know, obviously, I, I don't want to have a murder on my hands. No. <laughs> I would run, put my hands up. Don't shoot. Um, uh, uh, sorry, that's not funny. Um, but also, it was like from a like a moral standpoint. I was like, yeah. man, this ain't right. And she's not like when, when I knew she was like when I thought like the divorce was just taking a long time because of the legal process. I was yeah. like, okay. But when I knew that there was no papers up, I was like, this ain't. You got to be done. Yeah, I got to be done. Yeah. You get, I mean, it comes to that point where you really, your conscience really just speaks to you. Like I said, mine did the whole time. I, I'm, it's not even an excuse, but I was young. I was reckless, and it was just like, you know, whatever. And honestly, to make it even bring it all back together, like not to be funny, it happened a year after I would say I experienced my first, well, I've only had one heartbreak. But it was after a heartbreak to where I was like, I don't care who you know, I had, like. I literally went on a spree. Like I, I literally could. Yeah, I added too many notches to my belt with the. Was Mets Drake out time. then? Drake <laughs> was not out, but I mean, you that know, makes sense. it was just <laughs> it, was, it was just my mindset, of, and I, you know, being hurt, it was just like you know, guy, you know, it's, and it goes to another topic about guys talking about women being emotional. Men are emotional too, you know, especially after being we're so emotional. When we get hurt, we're literally damaged goods for life. For almost. life. Yeah, life. Like women, life. they'll get Agreed. hurt over and over again and just Agreed. keep giving another dude a chance. Like, I, I, I think I've recovered, but like, I am still in a sense damaged to where I'm like, I never want to experience that again. So, whatever I can do to not be in that situation again, I'm not going to be in that again. So, we are very emotional. If Gary was here, I'm sure he would have a, a layout. Oh, a pow- he would have an instant PowerPoint. Yeah, a of what what's going on right now. But I mean, we are emotional, and and I, I've met some amazing women, and it's like it's hard for me to really just give myself to them because it's like as a guy, you know, as, and you probably can attest to this. When you're a guy and you start really liking a female, you when you go all in, it's a whole nother level. For for a guy, especially for for me. I don't know. I guess I have a certain level amount of pride in myself. We all do. We all do, right? As men, you just don't want to be vulnerable. Like the moment that you let a girl in and you totally give yourself, that's the moment you become very vulnerable. If you lay on her lap while watching TV, you're gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ex- well, that's with, not bad. With, with no pillow, if her if her thighs are the cushion, it's done. But like, I mean, like is that, that a, is that a rule? That's is that an a, well, rule? I don't know. I like you know, whatever. I'm not gonna get into it. <laughs> but once you like give them, you're emotionally oh right, psychologically, and you let them in, and you tell them everything about yourself, and you're sharing your emotions, you become very vulnerable as a man, and a woman has a lot of power at that point to turn it against you. And I think to say so similar to what you did. I'm just talking about from my perspective, <laughs> a woman, I, and I don't want to speak in general terms, but I think 
it's just easier for you guys to express your emotions because that's what's expected. Yeah, that's what. Right. Yeah, We're not expected to just be like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, when I watched Hunger Games, I cried. Like because the little black girl died. No, yeah. like if I share that with you, you might come. You're like you're gonna say, "Oh, you know, you queen. Why are you crying during queen? <laughs> Whatever." But you know what I'm saying. Once the guy opens up and yeah. shares their emotions, they become very vulnerable, and you know it gets a little. And, and some scared. dudes don't know how to tap it off. Right. Some dudes just they they go. You know, but I mean, you know what I'm saying, though, in the aspect like, you know, I know y'all kind of look crazy when I was like laying your head in a lap. It's just when that state you as a man, you know, when you've become so vulnerable to the point where you're like this could if this goes bad, I'm going to be in a heap of crap, man. I literally when my heartbreak is so funny because it was something I found out on my own. And it was like um, basically. Um, we both had AT&T and she left, she was on my computer and she left it up and I was going through to pay my bill. I'm like, mm-hmm. this ain't mine. Mm-hmm. And it was like on a night that I was like, you know, it was like a week of where I was like, okay, she said she's going to bed. And of course it's up. I'm like, this motherfucker was still calling people. And it was like, my, my, I was just like, okay. And the way I am, well, y'all, sh- y'all shared a phone plan. No, no, we didn't. But it was like she no. logged in. She logged he in to, oh, yeah, to pay her bill. Her oh, so you email. saw calls after yeah, after thirty five. Yeah, exactly. Who are you talking to for five hours at three a.m.? Yeah. So you know when I saw it, I you know me being the guy I am, like I said, I'm not really that jealous type. So it's like when I saw it, I just kind of sucked it up and I kept it moving. And I was like, you know, I care about her. We all make mistakes. And then it was like things just started seeming to change. It's like you know, cell phones can get you in trouble. I mean, it was a point of yep. it was a point of like she would no, she would not go she would go to the bathroom she have a phone oh. she take go in the in the kitchen it, yeah know? it's like everywhere she went and I was just like okay I already know what it is so I I called her home girl and I was like hey you know I think whatever and she wouldn't tell me and I didn't ask her but the way she responded she you know like, criminal mind my criminal mind's mind came in and I was like put this okay so it. I remember yeah so I remember one day she was just at my house. Keen and texting on the phone. I remember just walking in. I sat on the bed. I gathered myself and I walked in the front room and I said, are you going to keep doing this? And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, I already know about the guy in Florida. Whatever the case may be, I was like, I'm just going to be real with you. Are you going to keep doing this? And we had really been on a bad stint. I'm not going to count, make her be a bad person. Like, I wasn't doing things. Like I said, I'm not the most emotional guy. So she seeked that emotion. You know what I'm saying? And I understand it. I just feel like, like I told her, I think we were young and it was a better way of going about it. We didn't express what we were feeling. We didn't really talk about it. But she was to the point where she was like, no, I'm not. So I was like, yeah, you got to get your stuff and go. But I literally, I tell this story all the time. I felt so mad. You ever seen Incredible Hulk, like, just pick something up? Like, I was so mad, bro. I was like, I could have went outside and I literally could have lifted my whole apartment complex out of the corner of the dirt. And I was like, I never want to feel that angry again because it's you have you, it's a fine it's a fine line between having control and losing it, where people snap and they kill or they hurt people. Fine line between love and hate. Yeah, and it and it's like I literally was just like, you got to go. But I loved her so much, you know, I wouldn't have never put my hands on her. But I've never felt that angry in my life, and that's dangerous, man. That's why when women do what they do when men cheat, you know, like I've had guys be like, "Oh, my girl tripping," you know, and I'm like, "Have you cheated before?" Yeah. Well, fool, you, I mean, you put her in a situation to not trust you no more. That's why when guys are always like, "Girls are crazy," crazy. and I'm like, "Have you cheated?" Uh, yeah, yeah, I have. we are crazy, well, and you would do the exact same exact thing. Same if it thing. To you. Yeah. So, I, I, and I'm an advocate for women when it comes to that. At because, least she said it. I didn't have to say. But dudes, I mean, but dudes do <laughs> act like that. You know, guys act like. Like every and and this is one thing where I really have to go to bat for black women and it it ties in the 
one of our uh, topics. But you hear a lot of black guys be like, black women are crazy, black women. And it's like, you've cheated on them. You've lied to them. You've ran amok. What else are they supposed to be? And they, uh, white women are very nice and laid back, but they don't take that crap neither. Women are women. Yeah. Period. At the end of the day, it may be certain things that one does better than the other in any uh, capacity, but you cheat cheat on a woman, you do it wrong, you consistently lie to her, you are making them that way. Now, the only thing that I think it makes it bad for a guy who hasn't cheated and you can call a girl crazy, if girl, a lot of girls don't spend that time by themselves to recover and they go into the next situation and if they smell a hint of what previously happened, then you're crazy because he hasn't done anything to make you feel that way. But like Liz said, I mean... It's just, I mean, men men did it. Men caused it caused to that. a certain extent. Yeah. I don't think any woman wakes up in her first date. She's like, let me see your phone. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, unless they watch Basketball Wives or something. Well, see, I have, cheating, a, I, have a, I have a policy not to cut you off. So, like, my text messages. So, like, you know how your phone, like, you when you get a text message, most of y'all have it locked. So, it might say the name, but Mine it doesn't have it. Locked. Mine's not locked. I have nothing to hide. Me neither. Like, if you, if you want to know about it, know about it. It's up there for you to read. Like, yeah. My life's motto is too that I don't self be true. So like if you got a problem with what I'm doing, it's right there. It Pick it up. I've haven't locked my phone no. since 2006. It's no need. And the way I feel about it, if you do go into it, read it. Then you're, te- you're well. First of all, I got some strikes. Two strikes, you're out of there. I've had girls check my phone and they be Lord, like, I'm and they Lord. start and they start asking me questions that's about nothing. And then I'm like, okay, so you've been in my phone. Then when they do it, you need to go ahead and get your stuff and get out of here. Yeah. Because I'm not invading your privacy. And the way, I, the way I look at a relationship, a lot of people have rules. I really literally do not have any rules in my relationship. It is going to be a, it's going to sound like one, but I basically want what I'm giving you. Like, if I go to the gym and take care of myself, I want somebody who does that. If I go out of my way to get you something, I, I, you don't have to have a lot of money. I've dated girls who make 30000 My last girl before this made 150 and I was making thirty five. And she accepted me because I treated her right. I did what needed to be done. But we were not compatible in the long run. But you just have to be able to... I just whatever I give you. You know, if I pay you attention, if I'm willing to do the things you like to do, if I don't trip about you going to brunch or lunch or get drinks with your girls, if you want to have guy friends that were there before me, I'm not going to come in and say, oh, you've been on him 12 years. Well, you got to cut that off. Even if it's an ex-boyfriend that you dated, if y'all have a true relationship, cool. yeah. then that has nothing to do with me. Because who's to say that I'm going to be here forever? And then you cut all your people off and then... I'm gone. You don't have friends. So you, it has to be some trust. But I really do think reality TV, social networks, uh, texting, all this stuff. I mean, yes, right. it's caused issues. But, I mean, you got to have some kind of trust. I just hate that those things cause issues when none of them are actually real. Yeah. None of them are real. Reality TV is, is the fakest thing on the planet. And social media, sometimes your relationship is more real on social media than it is between you and the person. It doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. Yeah. Wait, what? No. No, like people put these fronts out. Oh, oh okay, I love okay. this person. Oh, okay, oh but I you really know, like, and if you know, it's like it's not really like that, man. And uh, it, it's crazy. Yeah, I've had people who they ain't even together, or last week they wasn't even supposed to be together, and then they put pictures on Facebook and just effing up my timeline. And it's like, why are you got? Why? I mean, this is not really what it is. Don't but why paint up. But why does everybody need to be in your business? I feel like your relationship is your relationship, your, and what yeah, goes on it, what, goes, what goes on in your yeah. house is what goes on in your house. Because if you make house. a mistake or she makes a mistake and you want to be back together, if y'all want to do that, that's fine. But when you start bringing everybody else into it, gathering all these other opinions, then, you, I mean, you're messing with your own situation. Another thing to speak on that, I have never 
in my life had a relationship status on my Facebook. I have never either. Never. And it if is, you date me and no, you want me to put it up there, then you no, need to get out of here. It's nobody's <laughs> business. You need to get the hell out the of here. The only time my relationship... No, 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 no. Because you're single until you get married. So the oh only time God. the only time that my relationship status will ever... You need to go back to D.C. You will, need to stay here will ever and change, spread that word. Will ever change is if I'm married. Period. Please say... Jesus think. Christ. You are. That is the... My, I'm you sorry. know what? My mom actually... My mama told me that. My mama told me that When my mama said it, I was like, this is sad in stone she said if you're in a relationship that's what my mom told me if you're in a relationship and if you're not married you you are are single single. how do you file your taxes single drops mic walks away sexual chocolate oh wow (laughs) man man that's the first time i heard a woman say that outside of my mom and is under the age of 35 yes well, all right then. We're going to go to some music. On that note, the reality is where filter becomes extinct. Ain't no lies going around here, and that dog ain't hunting around here. <laughs> the dog I ain't never heard that one. That's, That's cold. Cold. Here we go, y'all. <laughs> all right, and we're back. And before we actually jump back into the show, we wanted to address uh, Jaquavion Winter's question. He asked, um, I'm going to read it verbatim. He said, I'm glad you guys brought a lady on the show last week. It was good to hear a woman's perspective on the whole finance thing. It helped shape some of my viewpoints and unanswered questions about dating a single mother. So I'm interested in this woman who is a single mother, and I'm trying to figure out how to approach her. Can you talk more about what makes it different to date a single woman, a single mom? And if I should try to get in with the kid, when do you even introduce the dude to the kid? And what do you expect of us like a father figure or just a friend? Um, she always seems too busy, so how do I get her to slow down and change her schedule to include me? On another show, one of the guys said not to date a single mom who has a kid over the age of 10 because the kids already have his or her view or mindset on what they want for their mom, but you said that your kid is like 11 or 12. So is that true? Because her kid is like 9 or 10, and I hope this topic does make the show. So if you want to hear, I'm going to play a snippet of what Michelle said in response to uh Jaquavion, I think that I'm pronouncing it correctly. But first off, I know in the video when you listen to it online, she's going to say um, that I said not to date a woman with a child over 10. That's not right. Um, I was basically saying I wouldn't do it because I have done it. Because I know in, once you hear the interview, Michelle asked me, had I done it? And yes, uh, Michelle, I have dated um, a woman with a child that's over 10. It was a boy. And the reason I think it's difficult, I don't think it's impossible. I just think it's difficult because whether if their dad is there, then what is your role? And I didn't come in to try to be the father figure. Um, I came in actually just being someone he could talk to, you know, a male figure to where if he needed someone to speak to, he could have that because I didn't have that growing up. Um, far as the, per- the the kid who doesn't have a father, especially if it's a boy, they're always in hopes that their father would come home. They're always in hopes that their dad is going to come. So it's kind of hard for you to come and be an authoritarian. And they are they don't want you and they know what the, who their dad is. They know what he looks like. You're not their dad. So you can never play that role as a father in, in reference to a child. So this is what um, Michelle had to say in reference to that. So I had to cut it off. Um, it's about 10 more minutes, but. If anybody wants to listen to the full um, interview or the response from Michelle, you can go to therealityis.com, and uh, you can find it on there on the questions and answers Q&A from episode three. And I think every the question that we want to know is, where where the hell is this guy? Yeah, where is this guy, man? He sounds incredible. <laughs> Sound like I've so never thought about doing any of that stuff. <laughs> 
I, I try to schedule dates close to where I'm at. <laughs> Rude. That's the problem, right? There. That's the problem, right there. Rude. And he wonders why he's single. Oh man. Shots fired. Tell us by choice, man. Shots it's by choice. Fired. By choice, man. People ask me that. They be like, you know, oh. it has something to do with his knee injury. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I can't get around like I used to. You know, they're not gonna give you no chill today. Bro. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's why we don't have women on the show, man. They be coming at you from all angles, man. They teamed up on my boy Anthony earlier. Where, Offline, man, it wasn't right. It's all good, man. So, would you date or marry a man, women, who cannot sexually stimulate you? Meaning, no. lack of sexual oh. interaction or satisfaction. You know, you said, was that a quick no list? That was a no. I think this is one of those things that goes back to last week, too. I think this is why it's important to have a sexual experience, to me personally, my opinion. Before marriage, because what do you do when you get married and it's not good and you can't teach everybody what you need and want? I think, you know, this is this is similar to the question we were talking about with the guy with no hands. You know, you have to put this you have to put this in context. So are me and this person completely 100 percent matched except for this one thing? So and if the answer is yes. mm -hmm. Then um, have we at this point have we explored every option to find out that he he cannot meet my needs sexually? So, so being the man so of your dreams, on. he's a, from from one, a scale of one to ten, the man of your dreams in every aspect of doing things and looking the part. Right. He's a eight, but that two is because he has a two. <laughs> right, that's the question. That's the question and we all want to know. You never get to roll over and just go to sleep at night because it was just so great. So, back to what I was just saying. we He and I would have had to exhaust every possible scenario for getting him help on that he's or getting not, me help okay, on that. Okay, even if you do, he's still not good because this is the thing that we're saying that it's not even teachable. Like, lack of sexual interaction, no satisfaction. But I'm not even saying teachable. Like... Are we talking about he's so? He's here, here's the question: physically. Here, here, physically, so what if you're dating a guy? Look, this is a question me and my buddies just asked us when we were like right after college. We just wanted to know what is in the woman's mind. What if you're yeah. dating a guy? You're falling in love with this guy. He's just oh my god, he's amazing. You're holding out on him though, but you're like oh my gosh, I just connect with him on this level, and it comes time, and you know he's not well endowed. He's got you know. Uh, he 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 he's like his name is Richard Short, you know. And some women, Short, and his some nickname women, Dick. Yeah. And some so, women out like, there, what do you do? Yeah. Now keep talk, you, keep going because some women are gonna say, well, just because he has a, a small one doesn't mean he doesn't that means he, work it. Some, and, some will say some he has good hips. But what if he? But, but what if he doesn't? But what if he doesn't even Hip have any strong. of that? <laughs> <laughs> He's a thruster. He's a thruster. He's a thruster. No, but seriously, seriously, what if what if that is uh, what if he's just not measuring up? You know, and, yeah. and what if that is one of the major major uh, reasons why it's not working out? Yeah. No, no, that's a whole different. That's a whole different conversation yeah. than saying that he cannot. Well, that he, I mean, okay, separate the two, but kind of. I mean, what if he just can't? I mean, what if he doesn't have a good hip game? Take what, all the technicalities what? out and just. There are lots of ways to to please your partner if that's what you if that's what you want to do. And 
that's why I said we'd have to explore every single complete exhaustion of all the all the options because if what you're telling me is this person is ideal for me <laughs> oh now it's now it's jaws wired now, shut now it's kanye and if jaws are wired shut passed, then what because I, I know what you're getting at no that's not that's actually not what i was getting at but i'm just saying that i'm saying that if you if you really feel like you've met your match yeah and that is the only thing I just can't see walking away from someone. I've met so many terrible, um, just dishonest people, people that that are not um, interested in the same things that I am. They don't know how to treat a woman. They disrespect their parents. Yeah. Um, they, they're not financially responsible. So if Sounds you're telling like me I meet loser. my match and the one thing that's wrong is can't get sex. Right. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. We'd have to go to the end of the earth. We will go to the sexual therapist yeah. of the world. And you could try you things. And if and if the then yeah. and if then there was nothing that could be done, we would be. I, I would have to never see him again in life. He could use a toy. I mean, he, that's why I said exhaust. Or he could, all you know. I mean, it may be embarrassing for him, but he may need to have a strap on. I mean, this is a conversation we're just having off the air, though, about intimacy. Like, he doesn't have to be that's the best, the yeah. biggest, the right. fastest. But if you have that intimacy, we got no jack right <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you know i mean that's gonna take the relationship to a totally different level right like he doesn't have to win any awards for what he's doing but if you have that connection okay into me i can't even talk right now y'all intimacy reigns supreme to me that's why i asked y'all the question like offline because like you said like you both said and maybe that's just how we feel as women because we're we're all on one accord on that but that's more important so the other thing or that one thing is not a deal breaker just like you could be uh, people often ask how unattractive people have really amazing looking wives mm-hmm. or tr- vice versa it's because of how somebody treats you your character like yeah. it's not really about the bone sugar bone bone yeah because there's a lot of good looking women out there that's not good in bed and a lot of dudes you know they stick around because they you know they, for, or what are my kids gonna look like it's just, yeah, people, they, have, people what, have different yeah. priorities oh, a whole other conversation that's what I was gonna say because a lot of people do stick around for that they be like you know it may not be this what does her mom but, look like what, yeah, what, are, what are they gonna look like And I, but I mean you, I, I, as a, I mean just me as just being a person who enjoys it like it gotta be man I mean it gotta be there speak on it Anthony what what happens if it, if it's if it's the opposite right what's the opposite yeah. Of a man not, you know, what if she just is not good in bed? What if she's just, it's gonna know, flexibility call, is an issue? Yeah, men start, um, they're going to, they don't. Um, is that the same? They don't. Flexibility? No. It's, I mean, if you see, if a woman's not flexible, it can have the same effect. Yeah, meaning like they're just, they're dedicated to only a certain position. No, I'm talking about like physically flexible. <laughs> oh. Like He's the legs. I'm stretching it out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I'm, not, I'm just saying. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm blushing. I'm black, but I'm blushing. Um, Here we go again. Um, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, but that was in your window. Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, my mind went there, too, so he's not by himself. Thank you. Y'all's did, too. Um, 
No. <laughs> but I'm just saying, what what do you do? What do you do if you have a woman you love and that and that's the case? I mean, for me, is it, I mean, it's very hard because I mean, I can only Pun speak intended. for myself, and I think, yeah. And I, I think it's it's one of those things as men, it's like we always have a lot of choices. You know, we have seemingly, well, it's not even seemingly, it's the truth. We have a lot more choices than women, yep. you know. And, and, and if, if I'm being honest, the reality is black men have honestly a pick of a litter. I mean, we have beautiful black women to choose from. You have Hispanics that love black men. You have white women that love black. I mean, who don't love black men besides, excuse me, white men? Police. That's you know. I gotta say, I got some white. No, nah, I know it's just a joke. <clears throat> no, nah, it was just. But a they joke. don't like me though. My white friends don't even like me. But <laughs> just I just in, in the aspect, yeah, that's why I said I was just joking. But it's like a, a it's one of those things that like we do have the pick of the litter, uh, especially being a black man. I can only speak from that perspective. But even white guys, you know, it's a lot of beautiful white women out there. It's a lot of beautiful black women that are interested in white guys nowadays with the whole interracial thing that's going on. So men. Period. No, even from our age to my mom's age, it's like even her, she has issues finding men who are just like more dedicated to one woman because we always have that chance. So it's like if we're not sexually getting it somewhere and most men are sexual creatures, it ends up to where you start looking somewhere else and you are and you have the real women and you have the thought. I mean, you just have it. You can always get it whenever you want. They don't care. They're going to get some just willing to give it. And you don't have to worry about nothing. So it, it does become an issue. You have to rectify that issue. From my perspective, that's just me speaking. Sexually, I would like to be satisfied. We can have a great conversation. We can have a great interaction. But the woman said intimacy, right? But uh, yeah, but intimacy I mean, doesn't necessarily mean satisfaction. So no, I don't know. it doesn't. Like I guess for women, it's just not important. No, I don't say that. No, it's not. Help me understand. Help me understand if it's intimate. Like it can be very intimate. And you know, your heart's beating real fast, but at the end of the day, you know, no, it I think just what, doesn't work out for you. I, well, I know what I was saying was <laughs> if we had reached the level where everything else was in line and that was the one thing, then I would I would be way more invested in finding the 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 solution to that. Yeah. And it wouldn't be just, oh, he couldn't do this, I'm walking away. That's all I was saying. I didn't say that there was a difference between um my level of interest in making sure that I'm going to be satisfied and he's going to be satisfied. There, I don't think that's negotiable when you're talking about marrying this person. Mm. Now, it does say date or marry, but if we're talking about dating, then I, I'm not going to be worried about that until it gets to a very serious level. Yeah. But if this is a person that either I'm thinking about you know him in that in that regard, or he's actually asked me to marry him, and we haven't gotten to a point where we're both satisfied, that we can't. I, I can't see so myself. So do you say being, no when he asks you to marry him and you're not satisfied? And, but you love this guy and he's back to we're going to exhaust all of the possibilities before before we both put ourselves before we both put ourselves <laughs> in a position to be unhappy. Yeah. Why don't we figure out if figure that's out really solution. something that's not that's it's not, not worth going for? Yeah. I agree. I mean, I, it makes sense, <clears throat> and it's good that to, to to you know have that perspective. I mean, I, and I'm not saying I would give up. But I just the way I look at it is I just wouldn't want to get too serious or get married to someone who doesn't satisfy me. And then I fall off and I do something wrong because then I'm going to be looked at by everybody in the family. And and maybe she may understand it, but she's still going to be like, I wouldn't do it or I didn't do it to you. So but I mean, it's difficult. So I feel like it's something that you do have to address, because if you do cheat, then you're the bad guy. Quite frankly, I think a lot of women are sexually un 
unsatisfied or under satisfied yeah. from the conversations that I have with my friends. Whoa. And I think that women pretend and and um and stroke egos a lot because men like you guys said, I, I didn't say it, you guys said it. I don't want my men ego are very stroke. sensitive. And so how do you tell Is the man that you're like? worth? I mean, how do you tell the man that you're with? Um, you didn't really do that the way that I like, or wow. you know, it's it's rare. Like men, y'all are quick to tell a woman something that you don't like. Like, oh, I don't think you, you look bigger or whatever it is. You know, y'all y'all give feedback. But when a woman <laughs> does that same thing, oh, the man is just crushed and oh, whatever. Is. And so, quite frankly, I think there are a lot of women who've married or dated some some guy that they really, really liked, and he couldn't satisfy her in a, in a number of different ways. Mm-hmm. And That's I don't know about the women in the room, but I've had that experience. And I just and, yeah. and you just do whatever it is you have to do. You know what I mean? I agree. I mean, <clears throat> I've actually, when I like I told you, when, when I first got out of college, I like, did all this research on women, <laughs> like on just the, the anatomy, uh, the like psychology, and come to find out, like most women... Yeah. Are very, uh, you know, like you said, sexually undersatisfied. They've been short not, not Even even if it's not necessarily a short guy, you know, well, I'm not, like I'm a, just, yeah, a I'm, you know that yeah, situation. Yeah. It could be, you know, uh, be Peter North, whatever you, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It could be really, you know, and and they're still unsatisfied. And I just think it's interesting from a woman's perspective because she's kind of right where guys probably would get in their feelings if you were to be like, you know, that wasn't really. Do it for him. I yeah. mean, I'm not against it, man, because I feel like you you have to be open to figure it out. Because everyone I do is think some guys probably know already. Yeah, too. but I had a qu- I like I had a question tips. asked to me this week, and and that's why I kind of brought this up because you know the guy was like, well, he's never not been able to satisfy a woman. Oh, he probably in that aspect. Well, not 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 not, not like never, but he just he it was an easy fix if he didn't like right. they were able to come to an understanding of what needed to be done. Well, he's in a situation now where it's like he's not sure. She's told him, you know, that there are different things have to happen for it to happen. And he's like, and and, and those things don't involve, you know, right. the the the, lower, the third leg, basically. So it's like, I couldn't think of nothing else. I'm sorry. But, you know, it's like, what do you do? You know, and some, like you said, that's when I think it taps into the male ego to where it's like, every woman is different. You know, I've dealt with women where it's like, you have to put in a little bit more work, whether it be mentally to get them engaged and stimulated and then they just kind of lose themselves in you you know what i'm saying but a lot of dudes <laughs> a lot of dudes don't they don't think they don't think I about would, it very romantic i would wager that a guy that's never had any feedback n- not negative feedback yeah. but just She's constructive just criticism yeah. from a woman then you either give off the vibe that you can't receive it yeah. or or you think you're more confident yeah. about your ability than it really you know I, what i mean I've because asked, and if i i don't know we got, you know, we got the FCC police in here. But the best way I could put this. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> but the best way I could put this, like, you have to be you have to be open because I remember one time when I was doing something, you know, and she basically told me and it was like, you know, and I was like, OK. And she was like, well, it's not bad. But she basically said it's like putting one pea on a plate, a green pea. She was like, get it off without using your lips. And I was like, hmm. Man, I was working it for the, like, the next <laughs> three to five years. I was like, thank Eyes you. went up to the sky yeah. like, hmm, I wonder what that would you know, be like. And if, and if, <laughs> like, is that a good enough? And if she's listening, that thank you. I mean, it, it, well, it's worked thus far. Yeah, I mean, since then. 
I mean, because a lot of dudes, a lot of dudes really don't know. They just think, they put do. your mouth down there and, yeah. and do what you do. But it's so much more to a woman's body. It's so much more to a woman's mind. It's so much more to a woman's kiss. You can even, even like actually touching them with your hands. Some women are more aggressive. Some women like to barely be touched. And it's like, but a lot of men, like you say, egos come into play and they're like, well, if this worked, I've never had an issue. Right. I'm going to do, do this thing. because I know. No, you but don't. They got different. a million books out there on what to do. And, right. and every woman who's written them are different, which right. means everything is different for that woman. So you just kind of have to, you know, listen and, and take notes. And, you know, I'm the love doctor. I'll be here all week. <laughs> As Chris grabs his yeah. hand. Yeah, so, and I think, I think you hit it on the on head. On the <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want the green pants so to stand out? That's what do it. That's what do it. No, I, I think yeah. you hit it on the head, though. You have to be willing <laughs> to. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hot apples. That wasn't a pun. <laughs> you got it exactly correct. Okay. By saying that you have to be willing to ask and pay attention to the signs, and um, quite frankly, you should be able to see some signs. And yeah. if you and if you don't pay attention, then again, you're not really interested in what you're doing in the first place. Yeah. So yeah, and it changes. And for the young guys out there who are listening, I mean, because I know when I was young, it was just like go hard and go home. That's literally all I thought about. And then you you have the guys who think because you know they're they're on the other side of five, and it's like. Let me just do work because I got the show and tell. No, a lot of women are like a lot of women don't even prefer that. And then a lot of women still it's like know what you're doing. You know, I, I guess the best way you can look a woman's body is an instrument. You can't get on a guitar and play every song like, you know, like Van Halen and them. You got to some songs you got to just kind of tickle with your finger. Oh my God, I, mean, I knew he was gonna do it, but I mean, what else do you say? You nasty, man. <laughs> we talking about guitars, man. What else do you say? <laughs> you tickling no guitar. I mean, you know, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, every instrument is different. You're right. You're right, man. You're so gonna, gonna, every, every instrument is, in. you know. So here's a question. Here's a, here's a question for the guys in the room. Stupid. Yes. So thank you. A woman is not satisfying you the way that you like or the way that, that you are used to or, or just whatever, how do you give her feedback? You just tell her like it is. I mean, that's what I do. I, I feel like this, like if it's, you know, you, what you, you, okay, I thought you had some input. Wait, go ahead, man. You got something to say? I don't think I want to say this because it's going to be recorded. And I feel like, you know, <laughs> I think I'm just going to say it. Sometimes you just got to put matters into your own hands. <laughs> He just on a roll today. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, question was about giving giving feedback. Sometimes it's easier just to worry about it yourself than to be like, oh my gosh, because no. you don't like similar to a guy. You you don't know how that's gonna it's gonna be taken. Well, but if be- you're in a relationship, the communication yeah. stream that should be well, if like you're in a not relationship, a You probably have that figured out. No, not really. Because no, in, in the perspective, I've been I've been in a situation to where it's like. Sexually, like if let's just say orally, if it's not being done correctly, like my 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 thought process is to try to tell the best of my ability, whether it be from previous no, experience you. or you. showing a video, or not to be funny, talk to your girls. Yeah. I mean, get different perspectives on it. Uh, far, you tell her, yeah, to your girls. yeah. Okay. So far as you know, just the whole sexual encounter itself, like you have to be open. I think when it comes to this, you have to be open minded. Whether it's like. Not just one, not just a missionary, or not just a right. you know the DS or whatever. No, you know, you true. gotta be open, dog. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I agree. I guess from that, yeah. I mean, you can give 
You mean, I mean, you could kind of say how you yeah. like certain things yeah. and ne- not necessarily be so critical to where they just get totally turned off. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess you can correct things. So what my point, my question to you. So what, as, as a guy, not just to you, but to everybody, as a guy, if you do relay that message to the female of what you like, and let's just say six months goes by and it's still not being done, what do you do? I mean, and, and, let's, and speaking more so to you, she everything else can be on 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 you know everything else is on point, but that part is like whatever. But six months or years went by and it's still never changing. At some point, and that sexual part, it's important to you, because for everybody else is different. You know what I'm saying? For for you, it may be you know I can have it one day and maybe a week go by and I I ain't two weeks cannot go by and nothing is happening. I would like for a week not to if I have my choice. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like. I feel like you, if if it's yeah, not being done, you either got to learn to either cut ties to me, yeah. or you got to try to figure it out. And if you can't figure it out, you got to walk away because if you don't, then somebody's going to cheat. Yeah. And then what? Then you've damaged her. You know what I'm saying for a reason that you don't have to. But I mean, it's it. I I, I think talking is and 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 having that conversation with a significant other is very important. But it has to be some action behind it. It's just like if a guy cheats and you say, oh, I want to be back. And you say, okay, you can be back. But he still wants to go out and, and do the same things that led him to His get to that point. Change. Yeah, you nothing can. changes. Yeah. You can talk to you blue in the face, as my grandma used to say. Mm. I think it's a communication thing, like you were just saying. Like, yeah. And if it is, if you're letting it go six months, you need to take it in your own hands and be like, we need to try this. Like, when you're in that actual yeah, moment, that not moment. when you're... <laughs> Not having dinner, yeah, yeah, and not after like we should have done this. Well, if you wanted to do it and you're having such a problem with it, you got to change. You need to t- like be like, this is how you do it, and this is like I will. You want? Will you try this for me? Yeah. So what? What about this? Take because control. this this is the what you have to look at too. And this take is control coming, of the situation. Take control of the situation. Okay. And so, express what you want. Exactly. And if that's being done, I'm just speaking from the type of man I am, and I I'm not rich and powerful, but as a man who's confident, as a man who feels very confident when he walks in a room, whether he makes less than somebody or doesn't even drive the same car. My confidence doesn't show that. So you got men who own Fortune 500 companies, and they are dominant in every aspect of life, sometimes even at home with their wives. But their wives can't reciprocate that. And that's why you see them being getting dominatrix and everything. At some point, you have to be able to yeah. balance it out. Are we 50 shades in it right now? No, I'm just saying, men, you know, at a certain point, as a man who is, you know, controls pretty much every aspect of my life, I sometimes you want the woman to be able to do that. And not every woman is able to put on that dominant hat and take control. And, you know, I ain't talking about, like, whips and hot candles and all. But, like, just be able to take advantage yeah. of me to where it's like, So you want man. So you want some Taraji to, like, walk in with the coat kind of stuff? Take like, cookie Walk on. in with a coat. Do just do something that don't. Yeah, do, I'm put like, do something that's not supposed to be done. Whoa, that people that whoa, people whoa. that people say you know you shouldn't be doing this right now. You should be what? You shouldn't be doing this right now. <laughs> what that is nasty, man. <laughs> I haven't even said anything. anything. But I can t- I can but I can tell I can tell Liz got me because Liz. I can put a visual on and be like, what could we do that we're not like people would be like, bro, you crossed the line. I mean, I mean even if it's just like kissing in a place that you're not supposed, like, and you know, out in public, like in Catholic, she like get, in a Catholic church service. Yeah, I know what you're and that's why I say she gets me because like she literally, yeah, yeah. And you have to be able to just, yeah. you you got to be doing, you, the worst. yeah, yeah but you got to do something that's I, like that's you know, yeah, that's just Christian. <laughs> but you just have to do something that makes you be like, wow, because I mean, after you've been with somebody for five years, you got to change. You have to do something that makes them when it happens. You're like, whoa, wait, we. 
we're not supposed to be doing this right now, but I'm cool with it. I mean, yeah, you, I hear you, you. You ask anybody that's been together 5, 10, 15, 20, yeah. 25 years, yeah. whatever it is, it's because they're they're <clears throat> evolving in themselves, but they're also evolving together. Yeah. Whether that, you know, in, in any situation, and yeah. it's spicing things up, yeah. whether it's taking a vacation to a different place yeah. or it's trying something in the bedroom. And think about it. When you oh. watch a movie, think about watching a movie, just a basic movie, and two couples meet and they have sex in the bathroom. People are like, man, ain't nobody doing that. Well, you know what? They're showing it like that on TV because they already know you're doing the basic stuff at home. So they have to make it that way for you to see something different to entice you to watch the movie. If they just do it and two people in the bed and it's just basic like you do every, they're going to be like, nobody's, it's like, oh, I do that. But when you see somebody do it in a stall in a bathroom. There's a reason 50 Shades of Grey is breaking records. But think about it, it's 50 Shades of Grey ain't nothing new, bro. I uh, know. I'm for just a saying person, for a person who has a mind that's like Fifty Shades of Grey. I thought about that probably when I was like 14. Right. Same here. <laughs> but what I'm telling you is like, which I'm just edifying what you're saying yeah. that you know people want to see what they don't be doing. On oh, exactly. Own. And and that's why that movie. Or sells they so want much. it to be accepted. So yeah. by putting it in the mainstream, exactly. it's like, well, I thought about this, but I was afraid. But since everybody else thinks it's cool, it's about it's about changing the culture around these types of issues because a lot of people are They're comfortable with to talking talk about, about sex. talk about sex, like in. Like, you have to, again, goes back to me saying being comfortable in your own skin. You got to own up, like, you know, talk to your, your partner or your spouse or, like, whatever. But, like, now it's like, well, everybody, that's one of the best-selling books ever. Yeah. And now, like, the movie's been sold out for, like, ten, like, yeah. forever now. But why? Because people are curious and people want to know. And now it's like, well, everybody's talking about and it. So, like, now it's cool. comfortable doing it. And so now it's like, yeah. if you told your girlfriend, hey, girl, we did X, Y, Z. I like in the movie. I like in the movie. But if you told her that, like, a year ago or you two nasty. years ago, you nasty, girl. Gosh. We from the South. We Christians. We don't do stuff like that. And that's going to get you on the backside of life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know Jesus how it is. Christ. We are from, we are from the south. Of the yes, south. I am so tired. I'm just, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I get it. You, on the back you, side uh, of life, man. God, just, don't, God don't like stuff like that. I can hear it now, yeah. and now it's like everybody's like a kiki. Yeah. Well, when did it become a kiki? Because this has still been going on for like take it back to like the mid, medieval times. Yeah, it's just times. like Olivia Pope. Like, People been hoeing. People been side chicken. <laughs> But you know what? Now yeah. Olivia Pope doing it, and it's like it's glorified. All these, I'm sorry, you got a lot of black women be like, oh, Olivia Pope. Man, people been doing this for years. Years. I done had people, man. you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's nothing new, but I, I definitely agree. The movie basically helps the people. The people who have the thoughts, it lets them start to kind of act on that thought. Right. And the people who are never going to do the it, it just gives them something to like, be like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Oh, you've never been to one of those parties? Well, you know, I just, you can just, it's just like, there's a lot to it, but now it makes the culture of it more comfortable, more mainstream. Yeah. So therefore, it's accepted. Because, like, just like we have this radio, you guys have this radio show, but, like, how do you digest, digest information? Like, you get everything from the TV, from the media, from the radio, from the internet. What, you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, you putting it, the culture and the atmosphere, people are going to soak it up. Yeah. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, you just got to change it up. I think. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly like, I'm scared of relationships. I have commitment issues. Not commitment like sleeping around. I always have to put that out there. But an aspect of just giving myself to, to someone and trusting that it's gonna be okay. But when you really love somebody, it's worth the risk, and it's okay to like get hurt. Like, well, I wanted I've... to, yeah, and and you're right. I wanted to say something like, um, if you listen to Dan Savage, I think it's called uh, Savage Lovecast. And listen to Anna Sales, Death, Sex, and Money, two of the best podcasts. Well, Dan Savage, um, he basically talked about, he said, basically, relationships, a lot of people try to make relationships last forever. And he was like, a successful relationship is not always based on the length of time. He was like, yeah, he's like, it's what happens between those two people, whether it's a one-night stand and you learn that, 
hey, I can liberate myself from what society says. Or if you are gay and you discover you're gay, then you're opening yourself up to say, I am who I am. Let me move on. If it lasts for three months and then you don't work out, maybe you didn't think you could love again or maybe you didn't think you could meet a genuine person. And that person may not have been for you, but you know that there are still genuine people out there. There are still good men, vice versa. It's so many things that you can take from a short term situation that can give you long time growth somewhere else. That's what church is. You get an hour of church and you're supposed to take it and apply it to your life to be a better person. It's the same. It's not the same, but you know what I'm saying? It's it's you can use it in the same concept. Exactly. So that's what I had to say. The show is coming to an end. We started a little bit late today due to uh, University of Texas, University of Texas of Arlington softball team. So uh, hopefully uh, the girls will do better next week. I heard they didn't win. Uh, Sorry to hear about that, you know, but uh, next week we're going to be talking about top five rappers. So if you have questions in reference to your top five rapper, who you think the best, it doesn't have to be in any kind of order from one to five. Send it in, send an audio to info at the reality um, you can also make comments at therealityis.com and hit us up and let us know if you have any topics that you want us to discuss. We're also going to be talking about um, is television causing a divide in our dating culture due to people trying to see and do what they see on TV. And we're also going to address why are blacks still paid less today? Is corporate America still afraid of black men and women and its potential? And if you want to look at this, um, the link that I got my information from, you can go to phys.org forward slash news forward slash 2012 and you can look at that and they show basically the numbers showing from the last 10 years basically um you know the the decrease or the separation in pay between blacks whites and hispanics so before we go i did want to address uh someone talked about the kanye west uh situation with um amber rose saying he had to take 30 showers after amber rose <laughs> after <laughs> after amber rose before he got with you know with Kim Kardashian, a lot of people was like, you know, he's being petty. And I listened to it myself. You know, I never just go out people's, you know, what they're posting. And I watched the whole, you know, I watched the video. And it's he didn't say it in a in a demeaning way to me. Mm-mm. He was just saying it in an aspect of like, mm-hmm. oh, you, I need that. But I think he said in an aspect of like, I think he should have stayed out of it, period, because it's between them. But he was saying it in an mm-hmm. aspect of like, they're two different women. You know, it's just like, and and I can attest to that. I've been in situations where I've dated a woman. That's not a bad person. She's just a little bit more outlandish. And I've seen a woman who I really wanted to talk to. And like he alluded to in the, in the interview, he said, Kim wouldn't even talk to me five years ago with right. me talking to Amber because of the type of woman that I was with, which kind of gives off what type of person you may be at that time. I've had a girl who I really wanted to be with and she wouldn't date me because she was like, you seem like you're dealing with a lot. You got a lot going on right now. That's not what I want. So I, he's he's talking about not literally having to take 30 showers, but meaning he had to change who he was and his concept of how he saw things to be with her. A lot of people don't like it because they're like, oh, Kim got rich off or whatever else and not da, da, da. And people just hate Kim Kardashian for whatever reason. But I mean, that's his mindset. I think that, you know, what people are outraged about or just speaking out about is that Kanye is completely in denial about the woman that he's married. (laughs) I mean, you have married a woman who people have seen on video. Um, She got married for money on TV and then whatever happened with them. I mean, to, to say that Amber Rose is this terrible person or whatever it was, whatever his comment was supposed to mean, we're kind of 
in, um, reading between the lines about what he was saying about the 30 showers. But to say that Amber Rose is so down here and, and Kim is way up here is just ridiculous to me. It's, it's laughable. They're the same person. They just have different faces. So, I mean, that's what I think is silly. Just Two beautiful just faces, that, if I might add. Yeah. So I think that, you know, people are just kind of interested that he's so in denial about who he's married. That's it to me. He needs to remember that he married a girl who is literally famous because of a sex tape. Well, this is what I'll say about the sex. Who A lot of people have made sex tapes. They just nobody cares, though. Right. But she was with somebody at the time. Oh, I mean, yeah. Ray J yeah. was. He, hot at the time. But she said he, but from the storylines, from what I remember, I could be, you know, wrong, but they were saying that he put it out there. She wasn't even aware of it. So, so oh, for Kim, yeah. I think the it way wasn't she that got, great anyway. She though. got, she got where she is because, yes, that was a very calculated move to release a sex yeah, tape. It was. And then her mom is a professional handler. Yeah. And she <laughs> followed, she, she followed up on that tape and she stayed relevant by dating pro athletes. Yeah. And she kept dating pro athletes, right? You know, and eventually it's like, okay, now the culmination is I'm going to date one of the biggest artists in the world. So her her mom kind of handled her through all that. And now you can see it with her little sisters. They're kind of doing the same This tiger situation, that's disgusting. It's terrible. She's a minor. I know, but that's 17. She's 17. 17. That's how you stay relevant. I'm not, if my little cousins are, uh-uh, I wouldn't have Well, that. maybe, and you Somebody know what, maybe it's just, you know, it, and not to be funny, we've all seen reality TV and, and these TV shows where they make it like they're really dating, but they're not just for credibility. So it may not even really be a situation. It just well, may be like a faux pas. that he was not dating her. Yeah. And they were. It's just about being seen like together. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Just, but he's canceled dating, shows in they, Europe because they wouldn't let her in the clubs and stuff because she wasn't old enough. To well, when she turned 21, she going to be right on top. She, look, here's the thing. I'm just She's saying, flying she all is. over the world with this guy. Oh, we're not dating. <laughs> we're, they're not dating because it's illegal in the United States. Yeah. It's legal in other places in the world, but it's not legal here. I mean, when it's legal, they'll be dating. Yeah. I mean, in August, let's see what happens in August on her she birthday. She 18? I don't know. Them Kardashians, man. That's, like, people love to hate them. I love how you said, Chris, I, I, she's know. a handler. That was a good She one. is. She is, though. She, she is. handles those tell, girls. Yeah. She yeah. puts them in the spotlight. She's a businesswoman. She's like, a businesswoman. She, they have capitalized on that tape. It's very sad. Unlike anyone. Right. And, like, Look, if you Paris can live Hilton your life that way, great. Good for you. Paris Hilton is irrelevant right now as far as, like, pop culture. Like, yeah. maybe in, two, in 2006, I, whenever it came out, like, she was relevant then, but she didn't follow up on it. Yeah. Because her parents have since. That's why the Hilton name was not about to. She was like, I mean, like she's done some. Paris Hilton has had some crazy antics and silly shows, but her. But she did have those shows. But time out, set her down. But time out. That's one of those things where like your your grandmother, your mother pulls you to the side, like, baby, come here, let me talk to you. I understand you're in your twenties, you're going through some things, but what you won't do is mess up our legacy. Their whole dying. There's a difference between how you how you how you use your family, how you line up your generations. They have generations worth of wealth in the Hiltons. Yeah. The Kardashians' money came off of um, the O.J. Simpson case, and then she married Kris Jenner, and then she had some more babies. Like, it's all about, as you called her, the handler and how she pushes different agendas. And then, like, they use, you know, those, not taking away anything from their beauty, those are beautiful young ladies. However, like, they're capitalizing on the yeah, wrong types of things. They're put together very well. Yes. It's a package. It's a package <laughs> that's not exactly all the way real. Well, 
You had some? Okay. All right. Well, that concludes the show again. Um, we do appreciate you guys for listening in to The Reality Is, where filtering becomes extinct here on UTA Radio. We will be back next week, hopefully on time from 12 to 2, as we are every Saturday. Like I said, if you guys have any questions or any uh, topics you want to discuss, hit us up at info at therealityis.com, and you can see the podcast and the Ustream video on therealityis.com. You guys have a great weekend. Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.